trends Listen to two best friends You each have the word on the strings Word on the strings Straits, the podcast where we are unpacking week by week straight culture and letting our bag flags fly in the wind. I'm Samuel Stanish, and I am Joe McMahon. Hello, bitches. welcome everyone. Hi. We had we just had some technical issues. We are coming at you hot. Self production is hard, you guys, but we are Honestly. here and providing content. We're used to be primped and pampered and pumped and pumped. And with, by a producer. Cared to. Yeah. Cared under. Cared for. Cared given. Care given to us. But this past four weeks, as we were saying, the first time we attempted to record, we are doing it for... The sisters are doing it for themselves. The sisters are doing it for themselves. And it's like, everyone's doing this right now. You know? Like, everyone is just at home making do with what they have. And mm-hmm. it's like, very bad. And so, what we have is a garage band and a dream. Story of so many people's lives. And wouldn't you know what solved it, but to turn it off and turn it back on again. Literally the only way to fix a problem. Yeah, in the 21st century, that's the only thing that actually gets... That's direct action. That is radicalizing uh, (laughs) problem solving. That is the way things happen these days. Rebooting is the new revolution. Reboot society. Reboot politics, etc. All things you're used to hearing here on Word on the Street. Yeah, hello, welcome back. I want an all-queer reboot of my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I need my computer to be gay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, oh my god, Sam, how the fuck are you? Um, we are, just to date the episode so specifically, uh, it is 9.15 directly following the episode of Survivor that came out the day before this episode came out. No Um, spoilers, it was fierce. It was actually not that good of an episode. Oh, okay. I thought Tribal was fierce. It was wild. To me, I mean, look, I like the family visit and it's great. It, it's all it's all the underlying issue is that Edge of Extinction is on the season, and so it's just taking up so much time, and they haven't had time to establish a lot of storylines because they have to dedicate so much time to the people who yeah. have already been voted out. Yeah. So that's, like, the main issue. But this episode was packed for a bunch of reasons, and then they didn't have a camp scene before try or before the challenge, and then they had... I hate the whispering at Tribal Council. I hate it, too. So many new things in Survivor are bad, uh, but, you know... Hey, this season would have been good if they didn't have every single twist imaginable. But yeah. I digress. Totes. They presented a lot of bad options for who the boot was going to be, and ultimately I was very okay with who went home. Yeah, T. It was nuts. Okay, like, so many good viewing opportunities we've been having lately, as we are fortunate enough to be self-isolating, right? Absolutely. Last night I started season four of Vanderpump Rules. I'm finally meeting Lala Kent, which is a name I've heard thrown around a lot. What did you just call me? (laughs) There's a new character called Lala. Uh, She seems like a great addition to the show. She manic as hell? She's a model. So, yeah. And I'm told that she flies around on her boyfriend's PJ. Which is private jet. Sounds like penis. Yeah. Okay. That's good for her. Good for Lala. I support her. I'm here for anybody with a name like Jaja or Lala. Like Gaga. Gaga, exactly. <laughs> okay. Two syllables over in repeating in an A. That is a brand. 
Yes. That's the way to get yourself a break. What are your, what's your number one viewing opportunity on your mind right now, Joe, that you've engaged in, in quarantine? Finally sat down and watched the 1999 Midsummer's Night Dream that I always wanted to watch. I love that. I watched the first, like, 20 minutes of it with you. Yeah. And then I went to bed. It was campy and good as hell. The sets were amazing. So many, like, fairies with their boobs out, just, like, hanging out. Fucking Michelle Pfeiffer was Titania. Stanley Tucci was Puck. It was good. What more could you ask for? For Christian Bale, like, not to be in it, but he was. Why um, don't you like Christian Bale? I'm just like, this could be any other actor. I feel like he... I feel like I'm alone in this, or, like, I'm, I know I'm the minority. Like, for all intents and purposes, he's a good actor. He's just not for me. Not much else you can say. Not if much it's else not I can for say. you. Yeah. I mean, if you recognize the talent and you just are saying you don't like him, like <laughs> I, I saw the material and I am the judge of it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> then I can't really convince you otherwise, or yeah. and I don't really have a dog in this race. Very so, bad. you know. And we finally finished Sopranos season three. Thank yeah. God. I mean, I, this this podcast really. We normally talk about our lives, and the only thing in our lives right now is what we're watching and media consumption, which is interesting because if it's not a journalistic article about how terrible the world is, it is a piece of TV from twenty years ago. Yeah, in my in my world right now, I'm reading a bunch of stuff, but it's mostly that. Yeah, Um, I'm making progress on Dune. Stan, Um, Stan, Stan, Stan. The movie looks good. I'm excited. I agree. I'm excited to see the movie. I was reading from um, comedic mastermind and very smart man, Ben Stanton, talking about how he doesn't like how all desert cultures and movies are, like, dark. Like, they don't have any color, which I was like, that's, like, true. Um, And I I don't know. What about Mad Max? I feel like it was filled with color. All of them were, like, taupe. Are we talking about the fashions? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, the movies themselves. Like, the color palette of the film. But you're talking about, like, I mean, I still don't think that the... I mean, the photos we've seen of Dune have all been gray. I was talking about Mad Max. Yeah. But he was talking about Dune. (laughs) Okay. I thought you were talking about the fashion. So is he talking about the fashion in the movie or the movie itself? The color story of the film right and what we've seen of dune so far looks bland and i it was just that's true oh that's true did you guys hear that it is we have the picture of timothee chalamet and the picture of oscar isaac and they're both wearing black body armor yeah they're wearing still suits like they're black in the book okay it just is a boring visual image i want to see a shy halud show me the worm i haven't Red Dune enough. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm also reading The Secrets of Drune, which is an elementary-aged book series about three kids who go into a magical world and save the Earth. We stand. Which is which I'm making a lot more progress on than Dune. <laughs> Noted. Not to be confused with... No, I'm reading Dune and The Secrets of Drune. Of course. If you don't... If you... <sighs> that makes me want to play Jumpstart 4th Grade Haunted Island. Mm. Elementary. Good game. It's like, why isn't it on Steam? You know, they actually, for those fans out there of the Jumpstart games, if you want us to do a whole episode on the Jumpstart games, please comment below. But they had to change. More specifically, Jumpstart 4th Grade. More specifically, Jumpstart 4th Grade Haunted Island. 
the spooky game that was too spooky, they changed it because kids were scared of it. Like, now it's, like, not Spooky Island. Jumpstart fourth grade is, like, a different one. Well, I doubt they're playing the same game for any of the grades. Yeah, but, like, the robot one, like, third grade was robot for a while. They probably, like, gave it a facelift, but it was still the same theme. They completely got rid of the spooky theme. For the I do remember games. one time at school, I was, like, I was going to play Jumpstar fourth grade, and then it wasn't the one you had at your house. Yeah. God damn. And it's, like, if they ever made computers with CD-ROMs again, but <laughs> they don't. And that's fine. I mean, you can buy a USB CD-ROM. There, like, has to be a way to emulate it. Absolutely. I mean, that has to be one of the easiest things to download, right? (laughs) I couldn't do it when I tried. (laughs) But thanks, anyway. (laughs) LOL. Um, Gaga was in season three of The Sopranos very briefly. True. She was there when Anthony Jr. was breaking into the pool. Spoiler alert. But, yeah. It... Was a fun scene. She did a great job. You can really tell that she's going to be nominated for Oscars <laughs> yeah. later in her life from a small performance. Yeah, it's like there are no small roles. No, which is what we learned from Meadows' college friend. Yeah, Meadows' one college friend. I don't friend. know her name, but she had like three lines and she owned every single one of yeah, them. Yeah, like not her roommate, but this other girl down the hall who lives Meadows yeah. was like, can I borrow your car? And she was like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I hate Jackie. Yeah, Jackie sucks. Guys, we're watching The Sopranos. It's a good show. <laughs> it is good. We're about halfway through. I know that season six is longer than the other seasons, but we've seen se- three seasons of six seasons. Yeah, we're doing all right. All right. Okay. Um, I love it. Other news. I'm, oh, I got to the first... The ep- there's an episode in Star Trek The Next Generation where one of the actresses felt like her character wasn't being as developed as the other characters. So she was at, she has to be written out of the show and they killed her off. Who? Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> the the, the short, show came out in... Like, the 80s. Short-haired, <laughs> blonde woman. No, why? She was spunky and cool. I know. She said that she didn't think that her character was being as developed as other people, but, like, none of them have characters. Like, none of them yeah. have ongoing plot lines. You guys so are I don't all really caricatures. Yeah. I don't get it. And also, like... That mu- that's just, like, so dumb of her. She pulled a Tanya Baxter, and they said bye. But, yeah, but, like, way worse, because Star Trek The Next Generation was on for six more seasons, and it's like, I, like, who is this woman? You could have worked for right. six years yeah. on an iconic television show. Yeah, and she just, she was like, I'd like to be written out on episode 21 of the first season, and so, like, it's just like, what? Wow, that blows. They killed her? Yeah, apparently, I think she comes back, She like, the actress comes back in, like, Two more episodes or something, but it's like, get get your check, babe. What? You, As like you, a flashback? No, like she comes back. It's like her daughter or something. I don't know. I like, can't. I honestly can't. I liked her. I watched some episodes. I liked. Yeah, her. I liked her too. Damn. As long as it's not counselor, what's her name? No, she's in every episode. Thank fucking God, Deanna Troy. She is the best counselor, Troy. Irregardless. Tonight I made some delicious tortilla soup. It was delish. Thank you. Gorge. Popped off. And last night you made some... Two nights ago... I'm losing track of the day. I know. I two thought it was ago, last night. Two nights ago you made amazing curry. Yeah. Green curry. It was pretty good. Could have done better, but there's always next time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about how I just find it very interesting that everyone is having crazy dreams right now. I was reading mm-hmm. about it earlier this week, and it's like... 
nuts. Yeah, I've been having stress dreams, like, since we went into hiding. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like, apparently when you sleep longer, you dream more. And I feel like everyone is, you know, not doing shit. I mean, that makes sense. More, more chances to go into REM. Agreed. Yeah. Because it happens in deep REM, and it's like... But... Deep was, REM is a great drag name. Ooh! <laughs> True. But, what, speaking of drag and dreams, I had a dream that RuPaul was a priest at my church, and it was hilarious. Kind of like the church of your life. Church of my life, honestly. But it was, like, funny, because he was, like, opening the curtain, and... It fell down. I was like, this means something, but... I could not tell you. It was a weird dream. I... It does, sounds like a weird dream. But go on about stress dreams. Um, apparently everyone is having dreams about bugs. That's a common, like... In, like, the environment that we're in right now. Mm. But apparently, if... you Like, you're not on the front lines. Like, your dreams are pretty banal, probably. Like, unless you're, like, you know, a trauma nurse right now and you're actively experiencing, like, acute trauma of, like, being out there on the front lines seeing terrible shit, then if you're just staying at home, your dreams will be, like, weird, but probably banal. What you does know? that mean? Like, normal. Like, mm. you'll dream about normal-ish things. Right. We're sort of, we're just, like, experiencing a passive trauma of, yeah. like... Uncertainty, very that, and as opposed to like being confronted with the being, world. Yeah, and it's like for a lot of people, that's the way it is. And then for some people, you know, they are out there seeing the bad, bad, and like they would react differently. But it was a cool article. Dreams are nuts. Dreams are nuts. I've been having weird ones and bad ones, and just like all sorts of things, but then sometimes I'll just sleep through the night. You yeah. Know? But, yeah. and then I wake up like still feeling like body sore sometimes. It's like, what does that mean? Yeah. I had, I had a stress dream a couple days ago and I woke up with my heart pounding. No, man. Um, and then I was fine in like seven seconds. Right. That. It's wild when you believe what you dreamt about for a couple of minutes after you wake up. Like one time I was like, I'm a murderer. Like yeah. I had just committed a murder in my dream. I truly have such a difficult time remembering if things are real or not. Sam, we have to work on object permanence for you. We actually do, though. Like, I, <laughs> I'm constantly confronted with not knowing if so, I dreamed something or if it was real, which is, like, not good. It's not great. At all. We're going to work on that in our post-truth, um, post-apocalyptic world that we live in. But let's get down to brass tags and the real reason why, why we are here today. And that's to move into the word on the street. Already? I don't know. Why not? I, I, just, I don't know. I, I'm ready. I just uh, I didn't know. I didn't expect it. I thought oh. you were gonna. I thought you were gonna do a joke setup. Oh no, I'm not funny. I mean, <laughs> I've been saying that. <laughs> but um, I'm just very excited about this topic. Me too, and I'm ready to get into it. I to all set it up. Um, it's it's something we've been wanting to do more. It's a cultural moment that's happening right now that I've just been it's been on the front of my mind. Un poquito. Uh huh. Nothing. Go ahead. Um, because like, who doesn't love uh, Anna de Armas? Who doesn't love Anna de Armas? Star of Knives Out. Girlfriend to Ben Affleck, and so th there. The one of the most relatable things in the world is starting a Twitter f stand page. About Anna de Armas. Sure, sure. 
And there's been one recently that's gotten some attention because it's like it's uh, it's it's funny and it like is posting these pro- paparazzi pics of her and Ben Affleck, uh, and then and it has a funny caption on mm-hmm. it. But two days ago, as of this episode release, checking the date, yeah, uh, she <laughs> the it's got at Armus updates and they tweeted out breaking. Golden Globe nominee and movie star Anna DeArmas has recently blocked us. <laughs> and it's a screenshot of her account having blocked them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is hilarious. I know. I think it's so funny because, like, this is clearly, like, her biggest fans. And yeah. she, like, blocked them because, to give more backstory... The, the, there has been a lot of paparazzi photos of Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck walking dogs in quarantine. And they see, they're very fake paparazzi photos. Like, they're obviously staged. So, like, they've been putting up pictures of her uh, in these, like, here, I've got them. Uh, <laughs> this one was on Easter. Mm-hmm. Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck walk their dogs outside instead of praying for the pandemic to go away on Easter <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so that's why she blocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was confused because I was like, if they're staged fucking photos, who cares? Like, why would she block? Because they're like, they're not, it's not staged, but they're like calling the paparazzi to be like, this is, we're going to be here. Like, come So that is photos. staged. It is staged. So then why is she, I, I thought she was mad at like the Twitter account sharing the photos because it was like private. Oh, no. But no, it's just that they are doing these crazy captions. <laughs> yeah, it's the captions. <laughs> Got it's it. It's definitely the captions. Because um, for a while, every time there were new photos of her, they would tweet about how she's not wearing a face mask. Um, and she wasn't. Uh, and But then eventually, she was, eventually the account is like, Ben Affleck and Anna Armas are out and about finally wearing their face masks or whatever. Um, and so I just think that's very funny that the the Stan account had to be blocked. Stan accounts are gay culture. Absolutely. Almost like the gayest culture. Like, I cannot be understated yeah, how gay Yeah, it's one of the gayest things is. in the world. Yeah, so it's like really funny that they would, that she thinks it's like in earnest and it's like, that they're not definitely your biggest fucking fan. Absolutely. Like, to block memes. your stands as opposed to... Stand your stands. Standing them and bringing them in and holding them close to your heart. Like, that is straight of you. Yeah. It's like, these are your most dedicated yeah. people. Don't shut them out. Every good celebrity knows you have to embrace the gay love. Yeah. Like, otherwise, you're doomed. <laughs> you're doomed. if you Because, like, this is... Bad for her. Yeah. <laughs> the gays can make or break you. And we will. And we were trying to make her. <laughs> and we will, but, like, someone needs to, like, someone else famous needs to show her that these memes are a fucking joke. Like, Rihanna is the best at taking memes and giving memes. You know what I mean? Like, she's... What pr- you do? I just feel like she's savvy with memes. And, like, she knows that not to take them personally. And it's just, like, you know... You can't help but the proliferation of that shit when you are a megastar. It sucks. They're going to make shitty memes, ones you don't like. They're going to make ones you do like, but you can't get Absolutely. That and I just think that it's like, like do, blocking this account will do nothing. No. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's just like, a, I mean, it's honestly just helping them. Well, it'll do one thing. Get us to talk get about those, it on Spike Up. Get, <laughs> I was going to say get those posts off her timeline, but that's about it. 
Like, but she could have just muted at that point. And it's like... The block is a statement. The block is a statement, and embracing your stands is something you should do. It's good for your career. I.E. Charlie XCX currently. The only thing that's better for your career than stands... Is more stands. Is more stands <laughs> and stand accounts. And coming you after your stands will <sighs> never help you get more stands. Hello. <laughs> we should write a book. We should write a book. <laughs> the word on the street. Stan. The words. <laughs> the words. The words, words, words. Honestly, stand accounts are amazing. I love stand accounts. Do you follow any good ones? I follow, like, accounts that are stands of other things, but I, and, like, maybe they'll reach, like, I don't Oh, okay. Know. Like, what do you mean? I'm talking about, like... Blank updates. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Charlie, Gaga mm. Daily, or whatever. I followed more of that sort of stuff in my Tumblr days. Now I'm, I mean, I make my nickname in certain group chats, like, Michelle Fitzgerald's Facts and Updates, or, like, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, like, yeah. I don't... I don't know. Not that I can really think of. But it's fair. That you get the same thing from following Yeah, it's following a stand. I follow a stand, but not like a faceless, anonymous. I love right. the personality behind totally. the stand. You know? It makes it a better, but. For me. That's real. I just, some. I need, they're not always the ones who get it first. Mm-hmm. And they're not always the ones who get it right. And, and they're not the biggest ones. And they're not the biggest one. Account-wise. I mean, I mean, who knows? A face account could be the biggest stand. You would never know. Exactly. Exactly. It's fun. It's so vicious, though. Stan. Twitter. Yeah, it's dangerous. You gotta be careful. You gotta look out. You gotta know who not to fuck with, i.e. Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. Right. And pretty much everyone. I mean, yeah, because if you come for a celebrity, like, their stands will be on you. And that's the whole point. Stands are there to bite back at... Yeah, Yeah, to defend. In ways that they can't. Hello. Yeah. But Anna de Armas is losing her army of stands, yeah. it looks like. Well, I'm sure this stand well, actually still loves her. I, I think so. <laughs> because, this, I mean, that's this is so funny to that's me. That's hilarious, yeah. Gaga's blocked a bunch of her fans just because of the crazy mm. shit they say on Twitter. Because, like... I hope that Charlie's blocked that Popper's man. I and still take... And Ashes man. I still take umbrage with this. I don't think it's that wild. Katya got handed a dead person's okay, leg. Okay, but it's still wild. Both of those things are wild. Both of those things are wild. Okay, you're right. Fine, both those things are wild. But, like, Charlie has come out and said she was not offended by signing the popper bottles. She talks about poppers all the fucking time. I knew that bringing up the Charlie example was going to be a bad idea, but it had to be done. The douche may be a little weird. That's what I was For sure. Of. The douche was kind of a line, but Charlie also said she didn't really give a fuck. She's a punk chick. I don't care that she doesn't give a fuck. It's like, why would you do that? Because <laughs> they're stands and they're nuts. I guess, yeah. They're stands. Not much. There is a loss of reason. Brain cell. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason there's a popular meme just to talk about your two brain cells in stand culture. Hello. truly, they're dumb. Yeah. Or like the memes that are like road maps of their mind and it's like most of it is just lyrics or whatever. It's it's a calling, Stanship. Has Lil Nas X ever come out officially as a barb? Like, has he ever admitted that that was his account? 
I don't know. I don't like. I don't think that he has, but I think <laughs> that everyone just knows about. Maybe. Him. I mean, it's so obvious. He is on another level of Stan Twitter. That like he's like one of the most hilarious Twitter followers ever. In yeah, the internet, which is we've talked about that on episode before. Yeah, he is a gay icon. He's incredible. Ugh, to Stan. At his level would be to know godliness. Yeah, like, for real, it's crazy how he also ascended to fame so fucking fast. Yeah. In two months, he was a worldwide sensation. We love. We love. We love, we love. Anna de Armas, I love the movie. <laughs> what else has she been in? She was in something else. She was in Blade Runner 2049 or whatever. Gotta see the original Blade Runner and that. Yeah. We should watch those. I would watch. I hear that they're good. Yeah. Never seen. So many things I have not seen. Eyes have not seen. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. To go back to, since we're on the topic of movies and things we haven't seen, I was thinking of something I have seen earlier. Uh, (laughs) uh, To go back to... Mad Max. I love Mad Max. I love Mad Max. I think that people use that. I don't think that this is that to go back to what we were talking about earlier. The it's a good it's a it's a good example of something that goes against that. But even then, I feel like people are dressed kind of boringly in that movie. They're not. I'm telling you, their outfits are wild in that movie. I don't agree, but it, it either way, people use that, that as like that's one of the best movies of all time. So like, I'm not. I don't think that like it's. The one piece of evidence that goes against what Ben is saying and, like, disproves him or whatever. I do think that there's a proclivity in fantasy and sci-fi to make, like, desert worlds look boring. I just think that's the way they look because they're deserts. Deserts are boring. Kind of inherently. But they don't have to be. Right. And also, like, think... cultures that existed in deserts aren't, like, just wearing gray. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's, like, a stylistic popular choice. I think some cultures and I don't know. I doubt Arrakis will be that boring when it's all said and done. I want to see the film. I want to see the films. Apparently they announced it in 2018, but the Dune movies are going to be two movies. Which gives me even... At first I was like, what? But now I'm like, that gives me even more hope. Because if Villanueva says that he needs two movies to like do justice to the book, then he can have two movies. Sure, I don't give a fuck. It's a big book. And like the one in the 80s, speaking of like 80s-ass movies, the 80s do movie is not good. The beginning is cool, the middle sucks, the end kind of blows too. Oh, you watched it? I did watch okay. it. It's like... Like, David Lynch took his name off of it because they fucked it up so much in the editing room. But, like, the middle is just, like, a long music video. It's crazy surreal and just gets stupid. And, like, way too much. They just do it too fast. Anyway, so I think two movies actually might really benefit the story. Mm -hmm. But my roommates were showing me this old Mad Max. Yeah, I watched the trilogy when that movie came out. You did? Like, mm-hmm. the old ones. Mm-hmm. They are dressed... The fashion in those movies is incredible. Yeah, it's, like, 80s and fun. Yeah, it's, like, very bright. So, mm-hmm. I would, like, that I stand as well. In terms... That's, like, a good example of, like, wild-ass desert fashion. True. I love Mad Max Fury Road. We should rewatch that. Yeah. Oh, I also found out that 
Sorry to Bother You is on Hulu, and I've never seen that. Ah, uh, that movie is crazy good. And I'm amped to watch it. It's weird as fuck, but it's very good. <laughs> Alright, Sam, this is just one... Alright, I, I ante you that. There's one... Yeah, this guy with the guitar. <laughs> it's a metal-ass movie, and there's cool... There's probably more. I love Mad Max Fury Road. I'm not... You were the one who brought it up, but I don't want to complain <laughs> about it. Okay. Sorry, I'm like... Roll, roll back the tape. Sam totally brought up Mad Max. I brought up this this time. Okay, wait, what were you You said it the first time. Anyway, I don't know. I'm just like at my wit's end in every interaction right now. We did not take up yoga or meditation like we said we were no, maybe gonna... No, we didn't. I'm going so crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't think I've been outside in maybe two days. Definitely. I didn't... No, I... I took, I mean, I've gone out to take out the recycling, but that's not, like, the same. No. I actually, I think I went on a long walk yesterday, actually, but. I have no idea. Last night I was on the phone, and I was like, was today Tuesday? And he was like, yeah. And so, like, I was just like, I, I, I just have no idea what day it is anymore. It's a struggle. Um, yeah. And even though that we do have, like, a routine, they it is still very groundhog. Yeah. You know? Like, yes. We are repeating. Stuck on loop, if you will. Crazy. And we keep saying the same things over and over on this podcast. Even. Yeah, which, like, <laughs> was a problem before the quarantine, in a way, but it has but only been But we've so much more to talk about. It was uh, also, we do very much miss our guests. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah their knowledge. Because we used to have a third person, like a new person every time. Exactly. Who would help us. A friend. A cool person. And, like, I'm, I'm still enjoying it. The pot and would never want to stop at yeah. all. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like, it's just the, it's the overlying issue of being in a quarantine. Totally. And that's where I'm at with right. that quarantine update. So how does it seem like Anna and Ben are handling it? I mean, they're still walking their dogs. Their dogs seem healthy. I guess so. Good. Oh, wait. we. I mean, to talk about celebrity... Paparazzi shots in the quarantine. Please. Our friend Chris Swainar sends us pictures of uh, Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello <laughs> who have been out and about on like, they must go on a coffee yeah. walk every single day together. Yeah, probably. Hashtag routine. Yeah, but I mean, I'd rather not. I'd rather not see it, but he does continue to send them. He hates this relationship. And I thought. Sean Mendez was... I mean, he is attractive. Like, he's a handsome young man. You used to be in love with him. I used to be in love with him. But then he got that terrible guitar tattoo, and I was like, I'm not attracted to you anymore. It's wow. over. I'm going to slide away, as Miley Cyrus would say. What a, po- what a power that tattoo had over you, repelling you away from him. It's not good. It's and like, It's like uh, generic and... Uh, like... I don't, like, a boring idea for a tattoo, but it's not, like, a bad tattoo. It's a, it's just, like, layered enough in, like, a He's bad so way. No, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, trying to be deep, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, forest reflection on a lake, but it's also a guitar. It's, like, doing too much, and none of it is, um, good? I don't know. It just did it for me. Like, undid it for you. It undid it for me. <laughs> Similarly, like, when Louise Tomlinson started looking like a rat king. So how did you start? 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that coming. Ah! I mean, I deserve it, but it's okay. It's cool how One Direction is the Beatles of our generation. It's cool how the Beatles are the One Direction of that old, boring generation. Right. Are you excited about the One Direction 10-year anniversary? Absolutely. As long as the Spice Girls come out with them on stage. Could you is imagine? that something that's an option, or are you just like... I'm just imagining. That would be crazy. <laughs> But, yeah, sure. I hope it's a concert. I doubt it's an album. Yeah. Maybe it's a single. I would... Maybe it's a... Maybe they would, would do listen. a single. I would listen. Yeah. I, I love the One Direction boys. They all have musical careers, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really heard from Louie or Liam in a while. I feel like Nyla had that one song a while ago, but it's still mainly the people who people thought it was going to be Harry and Zayn, and even... I haven't heard from Zayn Exactly. In a while. I so haven't it's heard... it's kind of only Harry. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the update. I need to check up on it, but I haven't heard from Zayn in the longest because I think Niall like writes albums and like fucking I think Liam had a single out like recently. I just remember And Harry's Slow like, Hands Was that Niall? <laughs> I don't know. I think that was Niall. He's like I feel like if I had to do it all over again, Niall would be my fave. He was my first fave. That's cool. Loved Niall. Yeah, he's funny. He's so cute. Gag. Um, oh my god. Have been trying to delve into the waters of K-pop with the help mm. of some friends of mine. I get into K-pop with a little help from my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty great. BTS slaps. Blackpink is cool. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying it. What were you saying earlier about the Academy? Oh my god. Just like the K-pop machine is so wild and like there's production companies and it's like you enter and it feels like you're in a pop star academy from like the outside like just hearing about it it's like when you're a young kid you're in like the jv squad and you're on like a band with like five other guys and it's like you're not the biggest deal but like one day you'll move up and be in the big group with like the big boys but there's like 16 i don't know i got sent a chart and it just like blew my mind of, like, all the overlapping groups. That sounds like a great TV show. I was like, how has this not That's been? That's like Elisa always talks about the soccer academies, and I'm like, yeah, I want to watch that teen TV show. Yeah. Very that. How? Maybe maybe there I'm sure there are. The I just don't UK, know anything about yeah. them. You can definitely find a good one. That'd be funny. I'm sure. I like, That's just so ripe for story. Totally. Drama. Drama. I love drama. I love to read. How about Drag Race? How about Drag How Race? How about Drag Race? I Spoiler mean, alert, y'all. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is this the week Britta went home? This, Britta is, just went home? this is the week Britta I'm went home. I'm losing track of my years. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, TG, still RIP to Rock'em Sakura. Her yeah. Michelle look was great. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, I'm obsessed with Gigi Good and everything she does. Yeah. Uh, Jade Essence Wall we, we is an obsession of mine. I was really proud of Crystal Method this week. I've recently been standing uh, Jade Essence Hall. <laughs> <laughs> right. For, <laughs> for a long time, actually, not recently. Yeah, not, not just, a recent addition to my standship. Actually, always, yeah. Mm-hmm. Similarly, I've been standing Crystal Method, and I, I really liked the Madonna Rusical. I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. 
I it was good. It was like a challenge. It was good. Drag Race has been good this season. I'll say it. The like, lip syncs have not been great, but Drag Race itself has been good. I, I mean, yeah, but like, like I said, like I feel, are there very many good lip syncs in the first half of any of the seasons? There are some. Like I don't know. I feel like ladies don't even be given it. They're all sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that's a good point. Like less memorable ones, definitely from earlier on. Yeah. But. Mm, that one, I now I'm thinking of early lip things that are like good. Like what? Like what? The the one that Katya does where she does the slow split down. Oh around. my god, like, yeah. Exactly. When you get like someone who's gonna make it far yeah. in like the bottom two in the first week, like Raven lip synced once, she yeah. was in the bottom yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. And then it lights the fire under the ass. Mm-hmm. I feel like every Coco Montrese lip sync was so fucking good. Of course, that's like her thing, right? Yeah, but like I feel like she, I mean, yeah, she did it, like, what, four times? I have no idea. I have yeah. no clue of the statistics. Right. Like, I love it. I love it good. Well, well what are your thoughts on the season? Very. Other than the lip syncs. Just sad for Jan. I want Jan mm. to get a win. I really like her. I would have loved for Jan to win, but I am I think I'm so much happier with the plot line that's going to come out of her not winning this. Oh, yeah, totally. And Uh, it'll do her career more favors, probably. Like, robbed in... Because she was robbed. Yeah. And she'll have more moments from this, probably. Anyway, but, like... Oh, my God, I watched the first 10 minutes of the next episode. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. And it was... I was already mad. I'm sure. I'm so I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Watching Untucked where she thinks that she's about to win a challenge is so, like, oh! hilarious in, like, the worst way, but it's yeah. still very... It's very Michael Scott. Heart-raunching, yeah. Yeah. Just blind confidence. Uh, it was so good. So funny. And <gasps> Gigi Good deserved it. Gigi Good is... She reminds me of an L.A. Aquaria. Just so fashionable, so polished... Like, you know, but creative as hell. Like, the looks are very fashion-forward and very good. I agree. Like, I'm saying, like, Gigi Good is an icon. I'm so glad she's uh, here to steamroll the competition to a win. Yeah, I think she is. How are they going to do a lip-sync for your legacy? I mean, lip-sync for the crown over Zoom. I'm so excited to see. Maybe they're just like, girl, everybody wins. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Like, what are they going to do? Well, they used to just crown someone at the reunion. Maybe they'll be forced to just do that. What do you mean? At, like... But they didn't film it yet. No, like... They're still the reunion, but, like, they just won't lip sync for the crown. They'll just do the old reunion. Oh, and then it's like, the winner is! Yeah, where Rue just picks the winner. And they just do it all over Zoom. Yeah. I feel like that's that part's unavoidable. Right, of course. Oh my god, that's so funny. Because, yeah, you probably can't do the big rigmarole, spin the wheel, lip sync contest. Yeah, I mean, that would not be safe. It would not be safe. <laughs> what did you think of, we? this was the first time in, like, a long time that I watched SNL, and I really liked it. Yeah, I liked some of it, of but, course. like, yeah, it was cool. It was all over, like... It was all, all of them had to be in their own apartments for every skit. And it was an interesting, like. I was glad they did it. Yeah, it was good. It was a cool format. I mean, obviously, AD and Kate fucking delivered. And personal preference of mine, I think they should have stopped the Alec Baldwin Trump, like, in 2016. 
Mm. I just don't think it's funny at all. Especially not anymore. But that's just me. I know that, like... They have to do it. It's like, you don't have to. And whatever. I just don't think it's funny. But SNL this week was cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was like... My review of most things in quarantine. I liked, I liked it. it. I liked it. I actually liked it. It's actually... It's the, it's my, it's the one thing I can return to. Just to, to keep myself sane. Just saying, I liked it. And leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same as mantra. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Bye. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 I'm very excited about Chelsea Peretti's upcoming album. Yes. Call Chelsea Peretti is one of the most inspirational podcasts in my world. I would say so as well for me. It's amazing content. I love Call Chelsea Peretti. I just think she is one of the funniest people in the world to me. Yeah. Beyond. And I feel like... Gina is... Kojak is her <clears throat> producer's name. Kojak is her producer's name. We couldn't remember earlier. Well, that's... Uh, I feel like Gina is an iconic character. Absolutely. Joe got up. Oh, to get his glass of water. Just needed some aqua, <laughs> folks. I thought you were going to do a Gina Linetti. Oh, wow, no. Um. Yeah, no. She is... She's the creator of so many gifts. Yeah. She's a real moment. I love when Jake and Amy are fighting and she turns around and goes, Oh, love is quarrel. Cool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. Incredible. I'm dead. We might be. Personally? Are we already dead? I think we might be. No, absolutely not. Joe, you're making these masks. Have we talked about the masks? Oh, already? I don't know if we have. I don't know if we've talked, discussed the masks. Joe's broken out my mom's. Oh, we did because we screamed a message to my mom about the... Because you weren't able to get the bobbin fixed. Oh, yeah. Update. Update. I fixed the sewing machine and I pumped out a ton of masks. Yeah, Joe's making masks on the reg at this point. The prototype was not perfect, but I really improved. And um, we are always constantly working to make them better. Absolutely. And you keep getting new supplies to upgrade your mask with, like, higher yeah. and higher quality. So, like, I eventually did figure out how to just make a solid, good, like, three-layer with the fabric, or with the filter pocket mask. But then the best, best thing is to have it, like, formed to your nose. So, like, formed to the fucking space around your cheeks and nose so, like, air doesn't get in there. And the best way to do that... Or out. Or out. Or out. <laughs> And the best way to do that is, like, either a little fucking um, double-sided tape so it, like, s- forms, like, a suction to your face or, like, how they do on the medical masks with a little piece of metal. So I'm trying with a little piece of metal. It's inconclusive it's a good. It's a good mask. I like, yeah. I, I use the mask to go on my walks. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Breathable and stylish. So what can you ask for? Not much else. Mm-hmm. Gag. So, like, Ben Affleck. I don't need him. Was he Batman? He was Batman. He was ba- I never saw a Batman film with him. I never him. saw that one. <gasps> Did they delay the Cedric Diggory Batman? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, when was it supposed to come out? Or I guess I don't know, but I just assume that everything is going to be, like, disrupted. Yeah, I remember when they just put Emma online instead. Oh, is that what happened? I think. And that's why it was $20 to rent? Yeah. Everything sucks. 
yeah, the world is on fire as it has been. I do have a theory that we are about a couple hundred years into the apocalypse because it takes a while in Christendom, at least. Like, and that's your faith. That's what you believe. I mean, it's a popular one. It's not what I believe, but like, maybe just fun to think about, hypothesize, because it feels like an apocalyptic scenario, but it's definitely not. History is just repeating itself. Like, we've been here before, but we just didn't learn. Oh, yeah, we never learned. Mm -hmm. We've never learned. Yeah. Like, this could have happened in 2003, but it's okay. It's okay. This could have happened? What do you mean? With, like, a SARS outbreak. Oh. But, like, it went away. But, like, we knew that it could happen again and be even worse than it did. It happened. Yeah. It's like, we could have done shit to prevent something like this, but we didn't. Obama did, but then Trump said, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> it's not fine, but it's, it's not like, fine, but like, we're here, and I wanted the Cedric Diggory Batman movie. It's gonna be, a, it's gonna, babe, don't worry, it's gonna be I here. I need it. It's gonna happen. He's a serious actor now. I think he's like really a good pick for Bruce Wayne, and I've always thought that since the rumors started of him coming out. Yeah. Batman. I thought it was, I'm like, absolutely. That'll be good. Yeah. And I normally don't like Batman. As, like, I love the villains, like, I like the world, but he's not yeah. my favorite character in Batman. Absolutely not. I love the Robins. Yeah, the Robins and, and the Batgirls. And the Poison Ivies. Mm-hmm. But, like, this bitch will make a good Batman. Oh, yeah. He's, I think so he's moody and broody. Yeah. And he's, like, very good. Because, like, I feel like the past Bruce Wayne's have been questionable choices. Christian Bale and then exactly. Ben Affleck. Even Both though Christian Bale mumbling. is good as Ben Affleck, like, like, it makes sense as Bruce Wayne, but, like, I They're think They're too that, jockey to be a moody bitch like Batman is. And Robert Pattinson is, like... That like, moody bitch. Twunky Edward, yeah. Edward Cullen, like, perfect Batman. I think it'll be good. The Lighthouse. He was so... Haven't seen. Oh, my God. Heard it was good. He's so... They tried to make them look ugly in the Lighthouse, apparently, and they failed. Who's the other guy in that? Willem Dafoe. Of course. Um, yeah. Incredible. In amazing stuff. Let's move into Iconic Not Iconic. Though. Let's do it. A quicker wrap-up. I, I just, like, don't want to have... I don't want to keep repeating myself, you know? No, totally. And we went through our media updates. I know, and it seems to... It's, like, the only, the only thing, thing we, we have to contribute right, right now. now. Yeah. Which is annoying, because we're not getting... We just aren't getting the life experience that I know. we normally come to this pod to discuss. We promise that we'll bring some life experience next week. Yeah, we'll try to get stuff... We'll do stuff to make this podcast good. Yeah. Um, oh, knee update. <laughs> Ooh, it, bum knee sound. Yeah, I, I tried to run last weekend, and it hurt, so I stopped, and now I'm going to try again on Friday. Slang. Thanks. Okay, Iconic, not iconic, is the final segment of the show wherein we have pre-prepared three topics, and we will bring them up, we'll count down from three, and we'll both decide at the same time whether we think it's iconic or not iconic. Please play at home. And let us know what you think. Absolutely. First up, we have categories. Ooh. Three, three two, two, one. Iconic. Not iconic. <gasps> Sam, I'm surprised at your answer. I... Knew it was going to be a controversial pick, but I don't think it's an iconic game, even though it is one of the most fun. Why do I feel as though I play with my family a lot? So mm-hmm. I feel like, but I don't play a lot with anybody else. So I feel like I, it's kind of like a thing that only my family knows about, but I know that's not true. But I feel like, do a lot of people like it? You don't hear people talk about yeah, categories. It's not like, sorry. Right. 
But I feel like it's not as popular because it's not concrete, really. Mm. Or it's it's not, like, talked about, or it's, like, not, like, iconic, if yeah. you will, because there's no board. Or, like, Sorry has all the colors and the fucking dice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's, like, there is imagery associated with it, and, like, the only right. real shit with categories is... I mean, the 26-sided die is iconic <laughs> that has all the letters on it. Does it have every letter on it? It has every letter on it. That's fucking iconic. And, like, the game is fun! I love it. But I hear what you're saying. It's not, like, as much of a cultural touchstone as I want it to be. But for me, Scatterbrace is iconic. I love that for you. And I support you. And I understand that since you probably grew up playing it and, like, where your family loves it or whatever, like, it could be iconic to you in a way. But it's, like, for me, I just don't think it's at the place in the culture where it is an icon. Yeah. That's fair. That's, like, real. It's, like, very fun, though. I love it. And I'll play it anytime. Yeah. It's such a good... Except, like, when it's a bad letter, and it's, like, fuck. Bad letter, bad categories. Yeah. There's no worse way to play categories. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we played with my entire family on Easter over Zoom, and it took forever. Yeah. But it was really fun. It was hilarious. I love categories. And I used to play with my friends. We would, like, make it a drinking game. We played it over Skype a couple days ago, too. It's a good time. It's excellent. Excellent time. And it's easy to play in the in hashtag these times. Hashtag these times. Try it with your fam. Try it with the strangers you're quarantined with. Yeah. Well, not strangers anymore, hopefully, at this point. I don't know. Maybe you're, like, just locked up in your room. Like, could you imagine having just moved in or something? Or, like, living in a studio? Gag. What do we got next? <laughs> uh, next up, we have stuffed shelves. <laughs> Ooh, three, three, two, two one. one. Not, not iconic. iconic. <laughs> I don't think they're iconic, no. even though I do think they're good. Yeah, like it's a whole. It's a very. It's a category situation. It's a category situation. It's not the best pasta dish. No. <laughs> I, no. No, and I. I like, wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of saying no. that. And like too much ricotta can make this one of the worst pasta dishes. Like. If there's too much cheese or, like, too much dairy in the stuffed shell, it's, like, for me, gets to be too much. I want a good ratio of sauce, pasta, and cheese. And, like, they can be very, like, jumbo stuffed shells that's, like, way too much ricotta. And I'm like, no. I I like ricotta cheese. I hear what you and Sister of the Pot, Emily Russell, are saying, where... It can easily become too much ricotta cheese, mm-hmm. uh, and it does kind. Of, it gets messy, but like I like the flavor of ricotta cheese. I love pasta, so it's like it still works for me, even though I don't think it's like an icon. And like you said, I love mess, which like I do love mess. Is I hilarious love food because I love I love in any food eating situation where you mix everything together. I hate messy food sometimes. Like if I'm eating wings. Like, I, I I don't mind getting my fingers dirty, but I immediately have to, like, wipe them off or, like, even wash the tips of my fingers, like, when I'm done mm-hmm. with the wings. And then I'll, like, move on to something. I just hate being messy. Oh, I would hate to have to have my fingers messy, but... You're talking about messy-ass like food. Fine. Right, sure. But this is stuff, like, things like sour cream and, like, too mm. much dairy, I don't like to mix around. I think it gets... It's too. It gets too heavy for my taste. Yeah, I'm not like brewing it like a potion right. or anything. I Ain't just, no cauldron. It's like fine if it like is spilling around. Sure, a sure, sure. Last up, we've got short shorts. Ooh, 
three, two, one. Iconic. iconic. Absolutely. The Who shorter the short shorts, shorts, the better. Yeah. We wear short shorts. I love short shorts. I can't get short enough shorts. I am... I've said it once. I'll say it again. Especially on this pod. I need the... The 80s are going to come back post-quarantine. They've already been coming back, but I just have a feeling that people are going to be bottled up and they're going to be big and loud when they get out of this. People love the 80s. I mean... Look at me. I made one of my t-shirts into a crop top during this quarantine. Yeah, that's fierce. And, and like, good. to wear that with a short short? Yeah. Is it I've already been doing that with yeah. my athletic shorts. They're so short. Thank God. Yeah. I like short shorts. And, like, dudes used to wear short shorts back, back in the day, and it was, like, fine. It's yeah. cool how insecure dudes have gotten over just this past century. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but we just saw that TikTok earlier. Yeah. Where it seemed like the implication was that the high school kids are wearing very, very short shorts now. Right. And I'm only 19, so, like, I would know. And the kids are doing that. Mm. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. I'm... I need to double check. Like, if that's the truth, I'm excited. There's hope for this generation. Yeah, I do think... I mean, it's just, like... The, Men are so concerned about thinking, like, appearing gay. Yeah. It's one of the straightest things you can do. When it's like, I'm just looking at your legs, baby. Yeah, I'm going to look no matter what. <laughs> even if they're in baggy jeans or whatever. But, yeah, it's also, like, no one's looking at you. You're probably... I might be looking at you. Not that cute. Sam might be looking, but If that's you're wearing it. short shorts, it's like, how am I not going to be looking at you? Right. But even if they're not, because, like, a lot of dudes right now would be scared, too. No one, no one's looking at you, especially not if you're wearing... Sh- if you're not wearing short shorts. Right. People would only be looking at you if you were. Exactly. Whatever. Straight dudes are obsessed with being gay. <laughs> True. And it's like, that's gay. <laughs> Stop freaking out about the way you look. That's gay. <laughs> and that's, ladies and gentlemen, that's gay. gay. <laughs> but no. Short shorts are the best. I've been I've been trying to get shorter and shorter shorts for so long. Um, I bought a pair of swim trunks for my trip to Florida that are genuinely too short. Uh, but I didn't end up get to go, getting to go. So mm. I haven't gotten to wear those mm. yet. But... I love a short short, and I can't get short enough. It's an iconic silhouette. It's great. I got cutoffs in Animal Crossing, and at that point, I was like, you know what? I've won. Art and life reflecting. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. That's... Wow, that just reminds me of, like, you know how we were saying we really don't need clothes? Yeah. In this quarantine, we discovered we... Really, I need like six articles of clothing. Exactly. I can't wait to get back to New York and get rid of Purge all of my clothes. Everything. The T is <laughs> we're going back to Grimes, y'all. Remember, I was telling once about how like she was like the future of fashion is going to be like everyone's avatar in the mm-hmm. um like Ready Player One society, where like everybody goes on the internet by logging into your Oculus Oculus Rift mm-hmm. and like everyone's on virtual reality all day as much as they're on Twitter right now. Yeah. Fashion in that world would become A, more sustainable and B, like, more important than what you're wearing in your fucking living room in with your Oculus Rift on or whatever. Yeah, because you can edit your appearance entirely. I feel like that's what's happening right now with everyone's Animal Crossing is, like, they are oh, curating sure. that and projecting that to the world Definitely. because that's all they can do right now. 
It's the only way I can go outside. Exactly. And, like, people are getting creative satisfaction from their Animal Crossing right now. Absolutely. People love Animal Crossing. And it's, like, just a furthering of the digitalization of, like, our identities. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, like, furthering, like, the digitalization of, like, our identities. Gag. So true, Joe. I'm saying crazy shit today. That's a fact, though. You're right. Isn't it, though? Absolutely. Yeah, I was just repeating what you had said, but I do think it's true. Yeah. Fucking nuts. That wraps us up for Iconic, Not Iconic. Ugh. A lovely segment. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys. I feel like this is a weird episode and I'm sorry. I just think I'm just like, maybe I'm, I, I'm overthinking it at this point. Um, it's all right. Brevity. It is a weird episode because of the situation. It's once again, the purveying societal mm-hmm. issues, not the individual issues. Hillier. Hillier. No. And brevity is the soul of wit. So like short pod, funny pod. I don't even think this is that short. It's like an hour. Yeah, you're right. anyway thank you guys for listening you can follow the pod at word on the straight spelled str8s on instagram and twitter yeah i'm at sam stanish on instagram and twitter for sure i'm at quirvo queen and as always go out and get tested bitches Mm -hmm. we would just like to remind you get tested for covid if you think you have it if you're if that is available to you yeah um it's not really available a lot (laughs) but good looking out Get registered to vote. Get registered to vote. Um, democracy is in peril, as well as the rest of the world, obviously. But um, if you're stateless, you vote by mail, do that. And if not, girl, wear a mask and buck up and vote, maybe. Girl, I don't know. I don't. Times are wild. Make an educated yeah. guess, depending and on where you live. Finally, <laughs> tip your drag performers, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, there is still so much drag happening on lawn. If you're watching drag, if you have it in your heart to watch a drag show at this point, stage of your life in a bunker like god bless you god bless you and feel free to send them a tip do it um and finally stay home stay home bitch we are in a pandemic go home go home as hillary duff as hillary duff would say the wise woman literally thank you so much for listening you guys and stay safe stay health absolutely okay uh that's done we're done love you bye bye